Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. So today I'm doing things a little bit differently, as you know, those of you who've been listening, um, that sometimes I switch it up a little bit, and I'm not necessarily talking about a fallacy, but I'm talking about how to think or how to have a conversation or something like that. And today I'm going a little bit um, off course, um, and I want to talk about how to think about online drama. So something happened recently that gave us a great opportunity to learn how to think, how to think and how to practice your thinking skills. And that is the whole Chris Rock, Will Smith debacle that happened at the Oscars. Um, I know, I know, I know. Most of us are totally sick of hearing about it by now, right? Because it's kind of been all over. But I want to talk about it a little bit differently. I'm not talking about it just to talk about it or to celebrate drama, but I am going to talk about it because this was such an interesting event that for me that happened. And so we were skiing actually that weekend. We had gone up to the mountains and um, we were out on the slopes and I came back and my husband had seen it on social media, what had happened with uh, Chris Rock and Will Smith and he showed me and Sure enough, here's what here's what happened is I got on social media afterwards and I started seeing all kinds of different opinions and thoughts about what had happened, right? Because that's what social media is. People put their thoughts and their opinions out there. But what I thought was so fascinating is all these people who don't know Chris Rock or Will Smith, who were not there, but based off the clip that they saw on TV or on social media, they were coming up with all kinds of opinions. They had all these thoughts about um, what had happened, whether it should have, shouldn't have, who's to blame, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I, and I thought, oh my goodness, this is why people have, this is why our thinking skills are so underdeveloped is because we are constantly being told what somebody else thinks. We are constantly being given somebody else's interpretation, somebody else's version, somebody else's thoughts and ideas about what happened. And it happens so quickly that we don't even have the time or feel like we need to take the time to think about it for ourselves and come up with, well, what do I think of this? What's my thought process on this? How do I view it? Right? So let me give you this. So what I started to do is I wrote down everything that I saw somebody online say about this incident at the Oscars. Um, just for the first hour, I took the first hour after I had heard the news and every, you know, as I was scrolling through my feed, everything that I saw that somebody said about the Chris Rock Will Smith uh, debacle, as I call it, um, I wrote it down and check this out. And by the way, this goes, I know I'm using them as an example because this was the most recent incident that kind of everybody has been aware of and has seen in some form or another. But you could insert anything else in here, anything else that happens that makes it out onto the news, that makes it onto social media, that people are talking about. You could insert that here into what I'm going to be telling you today 
because I want to teach you how to think about the things that you see on social media. And so let me go through this and tell you why I I felt like this was such a good example to talk about. Because here's the list, and I'm telling you, it is long, so I know I talk fast anyways. I'm going to talk probably even faster going through this list about all these different thoughts that people had about Will Smith in this incident. Okay, you ready? Here we go. Uh, about Will Smith. He's weak for losing his composure and his temper. No, he's strong and he's good for standing up for and defending his wife. He was totally justified. He never should have lost his cool. Chris Rock should press charges. Chris Rock is a comedian who makes his living off of making jokes. Chris Rock should have known Jada has alopecia and shouldn't have made that joke. Will has decades of pent-up angst and feels like a failure in not protecting women in his life enough. He laughed at the joke at first, and only when he saw Jada's face did he get angry and take action. He is in an abusive relationship with Jada. Because they have an open marriage, he shouldn't have been upset by the comment. Somebody even took the time to to point out black-on-black crime. Uh, uh, Here's another comment. A woman should never be humiliated in a room full of her peers for any reason, joke or not. Um, Jada should have taken it as a compliment because G.I. Jane was a, was super cool. (laughs) It's a super cool character. It was a joke and also a compliment. Enough making jokes or comments about black women's hair. Violence is never the answer. Violence is sometimes the answer. Dude, learn to take a joke. Way to be a real man. It was faked. They're actors and they were just faking. They faked it because nobody cares about the Oscars anymore. They faked it to take attention away from the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. The writers and producers thought so little of Jada that they're the ones who let the joke get through to the stage without cutting it. And lastly, you can insert all the memes about the song from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the first original version of that show, about getting in one little fight and going to live with your auntie and uncle in Bel-Air. Okay, so those were, I don't even know how many that is, that's probably close to 20 different comments and thoughts and viewpoints and ideas that people had about this incident. And I thought, this is so fascinating because some of those I mean, half of them are on kind of one side, the other half on the other side, and everybody viewed it through their own perspective. And so I thought, well, what do I think about this? Right? What do I think? And I asked my husband, I said, what do you think about this? This is all, everybody's giving their opinion on this, but what do you think? And here's what I realized. I thought, you know what? Most people today, because they're not taught and they don't know how to think, they will just pick a side. And that's what happens when you don't know how to think for yourself. You end up just picking a side of an argument and you just pick the one that either sounds good to you at the moment. You might pick the first one that you hear. Maybe you pick the one that um, people you know or you respect have chosen. But what do you really think? And so my husband and I sat down and we made a list and we made a list of questions that we are asking ourselves about this incident. But here's the thing, you guys. Here's the thing. You are never going to be able to think well if you can't do a couple things. Um, Six, to be exact. Let me give you my little list of six things that you have to be willing to do. You have to be able to do if you're ever going to be able to think well about the stuff that you are faced with, that you that you confront the ideas and the thoughts and the situations and the drama. Here we go. You have to learn to, number one, suspend 
judgment. Suspend judgment. Here's the thing. If you were not there, you don't know, right? I mean, yes, we can watch the video. We can see all those things. But what so often happens is we see a 10-second clip of an incident that happened and we make a snap judgment. And we could be one of the people on my little list here that I made coming up with what they think happened and their viewpoint and their perspective on it. So number one, we have to be willing to suspend judgment and say, okay, well, I I don't know. There's probably more to this story. Let me wait and find out what else I don't know. And sure enough, guess what? There was more to the story because the little clip that I had seen initially was only maybe half of the whole interaction. There was more that I hadn't seen yet. So be willing to suspend judgment. Number two, recognize we don't know all the facts. Maybe there's more to this story. Maybe there's not. We don't know. And the problem with jumping on some thought or opinion bandwagon is you could be jumping on a bandwagon based on 10% of the information. Okay, number three, resist the seemingly irresistible urge to form an opinion or take a side on something. Actually, that was number three or four. Hold off on taking a side on something. It's kind of the same thing. Forming an opinion or taking a side on something. Everybody wants to, everybody wants you to jump on their side. Everybody wants you to say that, oh yes, no, I agree with them. They're right. That's the right thing. But here's the thing. If you jump to this conclusion too quickly, you don't know. You don't know. Number five. Question the people who are making the judgments, no matter how loud they are. Oh man, this is this is a uh, this is a rough one because people don't want you to do that. They want you to just take what they say, and if you don't take what they say, then they will just call you names rather than recognizing uh, wisdom in waiting and thinking it through and getting all the facts. This is happening so much in our society today that it, as soon as, and it seems like every day we're faced with new drama, right? There's new drama out there for us to deal with, to have to sift through and think about. And it seems like if we do not make a snap judgment in the way that whoever, that person wants us to make that snap judgment in, they will call you a name. They will call you a bigot. They will call you a racist. They will call you a fascist. They will call you this or that. If you, even if you just say, oh, I'm going to, let me just wait till I get the facts. That's number six on my list is wait to see if you have all the facts. And sometimes, isn't that crazy? This is treated as an unforgivable offense. People want you to have an emotional reaction. They want you to jump to a certain predetermined, quote unquote, right conclusion or socially acceptable conclusion, whether or not you even have all the facts, whether or not it's true. It's almost like the facts have become... um, irrelevant over feelings and emotions. The facts have become irrelevant over feeling validated for what somebody thinks or how they view something. And you guys, this is dangerous. This is a dangerous place to be at as a society when we, when not only is it not celebrated or tolerated to wait and get the facts, but it is actually celebrated to jump on an emotional bandwagon. I want to just repeat those six again. These are six things you have to do if you are ever going to learn to think well about whatever you're faced with. The drama that you see on social media and in society, the news, events that happen, any of this. Number one, you have to learn to suspend judgment at least for a little while. 
Number two, recognize that you don't know all the facts. Number three, resist the seemingly irresistible urge to form an opinion. And number four, hold off on taking a side on something until you do know the facts. And by the way, can I just tell you this? Sometimes it takes time to learn all the facts. It could take days. It could take weeks. It could take months. And I've even seen it take years to learn all the facts on something. Number five, question the people who are making the judgments, no matter how loud they are or how famous they are or how much you look up to them. Yeah, you might take their, what they have to say with a little more weight, but you figure it out for yourself. Don't just be a, don't just, just be a follower and just say, oh, well, they think that, so I'm going to think that too. They could be wrong, right? They're a human being just like you. Maybe they are more knowledgeable. Now, maybe if it was somebody who is there and has a firsthand experience, you definitely might take that a little with a little bit more weight. But you still have to come up with your own conclusions about what you think about it. And then number six, wait to see if you have all the facts. Wait for all the facts and don't let anybody pressure you to think that waiting to get the facts is wrong or is somehow bad. So I want to give you, my husband and I talked about this because we said, you know, again, we were like, well, what do we think of this, right? Based off the information that we have. And I came up, we came up with a list of questions. And these are some questions that we come up with and we think through when we are faced with these kinds of things, because we want to think well about them. We don't just want to um, take somebody else's thoughts. We want to actually think about a situation. So here we go. Here's, here's some of the questions that we asked ourselves about this particular situation. Number one, what do we actually know? Right? What do we actually know? Like, what is fact? And number two, what is opinion versus what is fact? Number three, can you separate what other people think from what you think? That is a hard one, you guys, because again, we tend to have a tendency to read or hear what somebody else thinks, and now we think that too. But do we think that because that's what we really think or just because that's what that other person thinks? Okay, number four. How influenced are you by other people's opinions? That's a tough one. And that's an important one to know about yourself. Number five, what are the factors or the circumstances involved? How much can we even know? Number six, define each party. Like define who is Chris Rock? Who is Will Smith? Well, Chris Rock is a comedian. What's his job? His job is to tell jokes, right? So you have to define these things. How did Chris Rock respond? Why did he respond that way? What should the consequences be? Why? Do celebrities have a different rule book than the average person? And lastly, we wrote down what's right. How can we know? Who says what's right or wrong? Do we have an authority or something like that that tells us what is right and wrong behavior? And of course, there's the rules that the um, that the academy sets up. There's the law itself. And then there's uh, scripture, which, you know, I, I follow. That's what we follow. So who says what is right or wrong? What is the authority to say what is right and wrong behavior? So rather than getting all emotional about things, start to ask yourself questions. So those were just a few of the questions that we as myself and my husband talk through just to try to help us make sense of it and figure out, well, what do we think apart from what everybody else thinks? So now is this an exhaustive list? No, it's not. There's a whole lot more questions that we did talk about, but that's all that I wrote down uh, to share with you guys today. But the biggest thing I want you to take away from this is that 
don't just take somebody else's viewpoint of something of an event or something that happens. You're going to have to do a little bit of work yourself. You're going to have to learn to start thinking about the things that you're hearing because guess what? Other people can be wrong. A hundred percent. It happens all the time. All right. Up next, tomorrow's episode, we will be back to studying the fallacies with the part to whole fallacy. So I will see you then. And remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughabraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.